0: Hey there, I'm Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And this is Button Downs and Basketball
1: Shorts, where we buck the fear-based narrative and explore topics in a fun and unique way,
0: all in service of personal growth. Welcome to Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. I am your co-host, Jeff. And I'm Tatsu. And as always, we are going to bring you an intentional, random, and fun topic all in one. What is our topic today? The topic for today is staying human. Staying human? Yes. I'm intrigued, and I know what we're going to talk about. I can only imagine (laughs) the folks listening now and high anticipation. What in the heck does that mean, Tatsu? With, with all of this technology happening
1: and, it, and it's just a, a natural evolution of being human to create technology and to advance it, um, it's like, where are we headed? You know, where are we headed? We see a lot of issues coming up through social media because of social media, for example, or because our use of it or our attachment to it, even like gun violence, our attachment to it. But ultimately, these are just tools. And so what are we, are we actually seeing beyond what the tool is? And can we actually see ourselves and how we're being and how we as humans are changing? And how do we, are we showing up the way that we want to show up? I think, um, you know, with AI coming on and there's a lot of fear around it. um, I mean, there's camps that are split, of course, on the fear and, And the possibility of what ai can do for us but are we attaching ourselves too much to this notion of what ai is and and giving it too much quote-unquote power over us as human beings you know i think this is uh i'm just very curious about this and exploring this today
0: yeah it's ironic that humans are creating ai and essentially losing the human touch and human element right yeah but it's created by humans
1: we're creating it and we're afraid of it (laughs) like it's going to take over it's like all right well what makes us human
0: well yeah and the interesting thing is like who how we been that has us be afraid of ourselves Mm. through technology Right.
1: Right. So I, I remember when, you know, before the internet, we'd go to the library and get the Dewey Decimal System and we'd look up books or we, we'd get on the microfiche machine and, uh, you know, research some news articles or some that were, you know, it, in, uh, in the files at the library and then we'd make a copy or we'd take notes and then we, we'd put a book report together or something, right? Some kind of presentation or something, right? Mm. we didn't have an, an encyclopedias we had these books that were outdated they have to publish new sets and you can buy the sets at like the supermarket you know to keep up we we'd have to keep buying new sets it was like a slower pace in a sense of access to information and there was something that almost like on a level of okay we can kind of keep up with this this is like it's not going too fast, right? Yeah, like, it's cool. You know, it might be a little extra work to go get the information, but uh, you know, it's all good. And now with information at our fingertips on our phones, where we can get anything as fast as we want it to, information wise, it's like, whoa. Now, where it's like we're competing with each other as to who knows what first. So back to your point of how are we being around that, right?
0: What 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 are your thoughts on how we're being? Yeah, I mean, and look, like I'm so sure there's a million different ways people are being around things like AI and technology in the future. Um, and I think again, it's all a general choice point. You know, are you going to be? Scared and nervous and worried and fearful of the future and what it could bring. Are you going to say, no, I think people in general are good and there might be some issues moving forward. But overall, it's going to benefit. Right. Um, No different than using technology in anything like medical. Right? I'm sure when they started using robotic instruments for surgery, that might not have gone so well in some of those initial surgeries or at least in the testing phases but now they probably minimize a lot of human error right Mm -hmm. and they're still controlled by humans right it's just an extension of us so again if that doctor were to be reckless with or without that tool that's the issue it's a tool that tool is pretty dialed in but that that surgeon that doctor is still very much you know uh, pre- prepared diligent responsible you know getting enough sleep right and, and all that stuff um so i think it comes down to who are we being over the thing itself and mm-hmm. we gotta choose man like the world can be scary and the world could be amazing Mm-hmm. And there's probably bits and pieces. Even if we did choose overall that the world is, world is amazing, there's still going to be scary parts of that amazingness, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, it's like I like to embrace change. I like to think about the possibilities and be mindful and diligent of it might be a bumpy road to get there. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a little bit of a both and, but I think it comes from a curiosity exploration mindset versus a fearful, let me condemn it because I don't understand it much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we put this disclaimer, you and I know very little about AI. So we're not experts, we're not pretending to be, we're having a general conversation of the ideas of AI and just the, the overall rhetoric and narrative.
1: Yeah, I think, at, I think as humans, it's natural to have this inherent fear of dying. And this fear of re- being replaced, which is sort of like a, a subset of dying. Mm-hmm. Being replaced, not, not being valuable anymore to the world. <laughs> not being loved. Like, no one cares about you anymore. And then you're just going to wither away, alone and die and we have this innate tendency to want to cling on to life and not die so we're gonna do everything we can to stay healthy to stay on top to stay valuable you know to have the latest and greatest so that we could know more than the other person next to us or whatever right and i think it's also a trap and especially with the tools to like once we start clinging on to that and we start to forget about like who we are as a human race mm. and what we're here for individually, um it's it's a it's a very slippery slope. And so I think like this is one of the reasons why we're we're talking about this today is to bring people back to what our humanity is what value do we actually bring to the world and it's it's not tied to competing with robots and competing with who has more information or not and it's not tied to is my job going to get replaced in the future if we're if we're worried about our jobs being replaced in the future then we're completely disconnected from our humanity because we're not understanding what value we actually bring as an individual who's who's wholly unique and there will be a never never there will never be another human just like you ever in the in the history of mankind humankind yet we are comparing ourselves with the masses and trying to become one of the masses like that's totally disconnected you know i get it i get it this is kind of the world we live in today um but it doesn't have to be like i said it's a choice.
0: And what is that, like, again, just going down this rabbit hole, what's the value we bring? Well, let's just say like, a, I don't know, an AI-type platform does a lot of what we do, maybe at our job or some of the daily functions, versus that overall essence of being human. What's the value? I think
1: emotions are a big part of it, feelings and emotions. It's 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 how we experience life. And that has a lot to do with so many factors, not just our perception and our beliefs, but our feelings. And we, we live in this organic body suit. And there's a lot of signals that are coming in every day that are pointing to different aspects of this experience. And so if we can tap into that, more, be more sensitive to it, then we'll be able to interact with other people and, and the environment in a more organic way. I mean, we're, we're, that's what we are. We're organic, multidimensional beings. And to kind of like push, push aside, especially our feelings. um, It's, it's, it's unnatural for us, you know, unhealthy as well. But yeah, I I think there's this, it's how we're, experiencing the situations in our life and are we really expressing those like truthfully and, and authentically and if we're not then it's like that how do we do that because we're probably not taught very well in general on how to understand what that is what we're experiencing and then to communicate that outwardly right There's like a, almost like a social standard of this is how you speak. This is how you communicate. This is how you behave in these situations. And then you do that. Just copy that and just do that. And then you'll be successful or you'll be accepted, right?
0: Yeah, It's, it's interesting. I mean, I say, I try to say hello to a lot of people and I can feel the, the resistance to that. And it reminds me of, like, I saw a great, um, on social media, I saw a great post, uh, I think it was, a uh, girls' ballet class, and there was, like, six girls, and they are all, like, in line, and five of the six were facing the, the, the teacher, focused, listening, and the other one was, like, upside down, hanging from, like, her knees, right? Mm. And the post said, like, be this girl. Mm. But there's that duality, right? So like that picture, if we're talking about in the lens, we're talking about today is like, that's being human. It's unpredictable. It's fun. It's exploration. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, there is this need a lot of the time for order and um, structures and Mm -hmm. um, systems. Mm -hmm. To make any part of our society go, business, our whole our households, schools, right like there's a certain amount of teams like anything. So for me, it's always like a battle of how much of me do I let out and at what point at what mm-hmm. T- mm-hmm. And the first layer is always like a disempowering layer. It's always like a should or shouldn't or a rule follower or a have to. No matter what, like let's just say I was the one hanging upside down on the bar. First one would be like, oh, you can't do that. You're supposed yeah. to be watching that teacher.
1: Yeah.
0: And then you would be like, is that real? I'm like, all right, well, what do you want to be doing? And maybe I want to be doing that. Okay, okay. Is that in line with who you want to be in this space and out of the space, and then what's the impact of that expression to the rest of the group? Is that going to enhance? Is that going to support? Is that going to align? And that's kind of like my process, and it comes quick sometimes. I might mute second and third phase and just follow the rule right, mm-hmm. um but if i if I don't go through that process, I'm not actually honoring what I want in conjunction with what's happening mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you know like I, if, if if we're getting our passports and we're in line in the passport office, right? no one wants to be in line in a passport office, mm-hmm. but no one also wants to get tased by the security guard for acting crazy <laughs> yeah. So there's this battle, right? Like there's this thing of like, oh, I'd like to like make jokes, like have some loud conversations, mm-hmm. but that would be disturbing that ecosystem. And in my mind, it wouldn't be worth it.
1: Right. That's that's a really interesting point. And it, it reminds me of like humans being creatures of habit, right? Mm-hmm. Yet, there's an impulse within us, intuition per se, that says, Hey, I want to tell this joke right now in this moment, or I want to hang upside down in this moment right now, because that's, I just feel that it's, I'm being called to do that. Right. Inspiration, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the mind kicks in. It's like, no, you got to stay in order stay in line, whatever, you know, shut that down, shut up and just behave type of thing. Um, and there was a, forgot Rick Rubin was talking about one thing that that really fascinated him about AI is this chess this chess game and they they put up a computer against this grand champion chess player and the computer beat the grand champion because the computer did something that humans would expect would not expect it to do it, humans would expect it to make a move that another human would make But it didn't do that, and it threw the grand champion off, Mm -hmm. and the the human lost, right? So I think from that lens, the the AI would be helping us break out of the mold of the habits, the creatures of habit, and show us a new possibility, right? If we are aware that, yeah, we we create these habits, and then we become very robotic, quote-unquote robotic in a sense, very routine and regimented, then we're we're not really like tapping into that potential or that possibility of that's that that we're or we're less sensitive to it now mm-hmm. because of whatever reason, this is this is a formula that works for me and I'm successful now. I'm gonna keep going as opposed to this is a formula that worked for me, made me successful. Yet I feel like I gotta go in a different direction and do something different because mm-hmm. it's lighting me up. And then try, even if it's going to like shake everything up that I built over time, like I'm going to do it anyways, because I'm, I'm staying true to this, you know, this, this impulse, you know, so I think we could work together with it. Mm -hmm. It's just that relationship we have to establish, it has to be more empowering.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think... I mean, you can build in factors to simulate intuition and gut, but it's not going to be the same because it's so right. ebbs and flows so much. Yeah. But there's some logical rules and frameworks you can put in place. Mm-hmm. But again, we're talking about like staying human, That that intuition comes randomly a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And it's not the same every time. Because if it was, it wouldn't be intuition; it'd be logic, right? It would be something, right? And we've convinced ourselves that's so consistent and mundane that it should be logical. Mm-hmm. But even that, this is logical thing. We all think differently. Mm-hmm. Some, some would agree. If you, the logical thing to do is to, to wait until all the cars leave before you walk across traffic. You know, walk across the street. You wait, right? Logical. But a lot of life is so nuanced that it's it's kind of like your experiences, your upbringing, your personal beliefs play far bigger a role than what I would imagine to program in AI type of program. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are obviously getting advanced by the second. But again, to your point, if they could work together, if we can combine the technology with human spirit and human condition in a good way, I think that would be awesome.
1: Yeah. It's, I, I think it'd be, I haven't tried this, but like to, to ask AI, like, how do I become more human? How do I? How do I? How do I feel more happiness? You know, right. will it bring? Will it bring more insight into my humanity that I didn't have as a human being? Mm. That would be interesting. You know, but you know, if it's if it's regurgitating data that was inputted in, into it, um, then all right, well, the wisdom's already there, and the humans are the ones that created that you know, wrote those, wrote that wisdom into books or teachings. And now it's, now it's in a computer ultimately, right? Like an AI robot, robotic computer. So it's like, all right, well back to us, back to us.
0: Yeah. And I like what you said initially. It's like, Hey, as long as I can empower it and it can work with me, right? Like I look at like the Roomba vacuum, right? Mm. A little circular vacuum that, vacuums, mm-hmm. you know, so you don't have to right and picks up crumbs and stuff. Well that's that's a that's a AI I've been around a long time. Mm-hmm. You know? And a lot of people don't have any problem with that, right? But even that's got issues that humans would avoid. Gum, uh hep boot, right? <laughs> um you know, like uh oh this is a really nice chair. I'm not gonna go bang into this thing. so again that's why I think there's always going to be a place for humans they always going to need to have some kind of instinctual intuition um, experience into whatever AI programming there is and they're already doing this right but I don't think it's a replacement I think to your point it's an addition or supplement Um, I don't want to have all the encyclopedias at home thankfully we have Google right mm-hmm. and then to your point AI would just regurgitate what it found via Google or whatever search engine they're using mm-hmm. and maybe find some stuff that you didn't see relevant or think was relevant or whatever um, but it's not the end all be all right you've already, maybe you've already done some stuff and you just want another opinion or you want to see from exploratory well, what would AI do Right. So I think, again, it goes back to like, what do you, what's the intention for using it? And then has that intention from beginning of concept to execution been maintained? Or did we lose along the way and wanted like, I don't know, money or, you know, a half ass job or whatever the thing was Mm -hmm. that made it something different. Mm Like, I don't know if you've seen these, you're on a Zoom meeting and there's like another AI, you know, quote unquote person in the Zoom room. And that's that's the note taking software, right? Yeah. But how cool is that? Because now, first thing, I actually pay attention to the other human on the other side of that Zoom call and not have to worry about capturing what happens in the call. Mm -hmm. That's already handled. Now, we're not asking that AI to like underline the important things or highlight the things we can leverage in a later conversation. No, no. So we going to have to go through that transcript. And mm-hmm. if you want to do that, you do that. But I think that is a good example of, here's something that would take me away from the human human experience. Mm-hmm. And now I can actually focus on just being present with that other person.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've That... When I first saw that, it was a trip because like, it was taken out of context. The nuances weren't shared, like in mm-hmm. a, in just like a summary, like in, I get an email summary of, of that call. I'm like, okay, if someone read this, that wasn't in the call, they would definitely have a different perspective or, um, assumption of what, you know, how, how the call went down, you yeah. know, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh man, this, this could be very misleading, you know, um. But as far as, you know, I'm sure there's going to be future iterations of it. Um, But still, that human element is what was missing in that, in those notes.
0: And it makes a big difference, right? Huge, man. Huge. So again, it's a tool to support. Is it a tool to do and you don't have to remember anything from that conversation? Or No, you still have to be present. And I would I would probably assert that that person who is present actually remembers way more than if they were taping notes, mm-hmm. and they would probably laugh at some of the note taking and how it looks compared to how it actually was. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe it captured about eighty percent of what you would want the conversation to capture, and you still got to go in and like edit certain things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're, you know, again. Like our listeners come from all different worlds and do different things and are up to all different types of stuff in this life. And this idea of staying human, what would you have them take a look at over the next week just to practice this? It
1: this I would take it way back to the to the basics and ask ask yourself. What value do you bring to the world? And the value that you bring doesn't, isn't necessarily weighted on the information you have in your brain or necessarily on, you know, the skills that you have, Mm -hmm. right? There's something going on inside of each and every one of us that hasn't been fully expressed yet or brought out because we got distracted by technology, for example, or what keeping up with the Joneses, what everybody else was doing. So I got to keep up with that. So this distraction is taking us, pull us away from our own humanity. And what is that humanity? That's that's a very interesting question to go go into because it's, it's going to take a lot of depth to go in. You got to go deep to understand this is the value that I bring to the world. And it has nothing to do with technology. Technology is a tool, but it has really nothing. I could do that. This value exists without the technology, you know. Um, and just to open open up that question, it's, it's a big question, but to open it up and actually put it out there and let it let it marinate out there.
0: Oh, I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. So I would say that would be like step one. Mm-hmm. And step two is notice other people's value mm-hmm. and acknowledge them for it. Oh, i love that man we all know the more we notice for ourselves the more we see in others but go one step further and acknowledge them for it and again i think that's a, a huge you know human trait of making people feel good that old saying of like you know words don't hurt and sticks and stones may break my bones but words never hurt me i think that was it um yeah yeah that's a crock of crap yeah. <laughs> I think words might hurt more than physical yeah. um, because they last longer, right? So to to add some of the positive to someone else makes a huge difference in their day. And that will also make us feel good that we had a positive impact on someone else. So let's combine those and see if people are up for that. I love
1: that. I think at the, at the core of both of our suggestions is this cultivating the self-worth within us, because as, as we cultivate more self-worth within ourselves, we're not going to be dependent as much on the outside or tools or you know, technology or this or that information necessarily. It's going to be self, it'll, it'll be cultivated within. Mm-hmm. And like you said, what we have within, then we can share outside. But without that, then what are we actually sharing? You know?
0: Good well, point. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. Well, I know we're just scratching the surface on this one, but as always, it's been a pleasure um, working. Uh, peeps who want to reach us and send us topics and go check us out, where can they find us? This podcast is streamed on all major
1: streaming platforms. Uh, follow us on our social media, Instagram, Facebook, um, jeffmillercoaching.com. Check us out. Follow us, like, subscribe. Please keep sending sending us your your comments and stay connected with us. Uh, we love we love all the feedback, all the feedback. So, great, bro. i sure do this again. Yes, sir. Thank you for checking out this episode of Butt Downs and Basketball
0: Shorts. And if you got some value today, please subscribe and share. And we'll see you on the next one.